are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to this postcast right here. The Arkansas Razorbacks, a 69-57 winner over the Ole Miss Rebels, and um, I do agree with Cody there in the chat, Kermit is probably done at this point, especially if the news comes out that the Matt Morrell injury is serious and legit. Um, That is something we're going to have to keep an eye on. That becomes, honestly, the story of the rest of the season as we attempt to avoid that first game in the SEC tournament. I mean, it was a game that, honestly, it was terrible to watch. Other than an 11-1 run, where three points, uh, it was, the league was trimmed from like 23 points down to 12 or something like that. The second half was an absolute abomination. It was terrible. And all things. At one point in time, Ole Miss was like 0 for 7 from three-point range. They were shooting like 17% from two. And this was like the first 13 minutes of the second half. It wasn't anything that Arkansas did. They had somebody that could make a couple of shots, and they did playing normal basketball stuff. But Ole Miss could not simply score the basketball at all. It it was absolutely terrible. They ended up in the second half bringing their shooting average up to 37%. um, Because at one point, they got hot from three, made like four in a row. So it's going to show that Ole Miss shot 37% from three, but that doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. Anyway, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast. Obviously, hit the bell for notifications when we release a new podcast. And of course, upvote the video and comment down below. We'd appreciate that very much. Now, when you look at things, you know, and we do perspective and commentary, that's what we do. Um, and you look at how this team plays and how aesthetic, how aesthetically this team looks to just watching the game. How pleasing is it to watch this team play basketball? And I would compare this very much to a team like going to the dentist office. Seriously. It's, it's getting painful. In the beginning of the season when they were winning games and they were able to kind of assert their will, and they had confidence, and that was the key. The confidence was the key. Um, They were a decent watch because of how they played defense, and it reminded you of Rob Evans and those teams back in the early years. But then after the confidence went away, Matt Morrell hit a scoring slump. Honestly, Deshaun Ruffin came back. Whenever he came back into the lineup, the skids started. Now, whether that is related or not, I do not know. Anyway, but it happened. It was something we had to deal with. Ole Miss was kind of playing too many players. Anytime a player got down, did something wrong, they got yanked out of the game. That destroyed confidence. This is a confidently dead team. This is the ultimate front runner. When things are going halfway well and they can feel good about themselves, the team actually can play pretty well. You saw it against Tennessee. They lost by four. They were, in this game at halftime, they beat South Carolina. Whenever this team has things going well, they're a pretty good team. 
Whenever something goes wrong against this team, it all falls apart. You can see the body language. The confidence drops. All of a sudden, they go from a team thinking they're going to make a shot to hoping they're going to make a shot. This is a team that needs scores, not shooters. People were going to say, why didn't Kermit recruit um, shooters? And I honestly can see that maybe they needed one. They needed a backup to Matt Morrell, obviously. But my thing is, why didn't they recruit scorers? They have nobody that can score the basketball. Nobody that can stop the bleeding. It happens over and over again. We have seen this game before. Over and over and over again. But what are we going to do about it moving forward? And I think the answer is inevitable. Kind of an is-what-it-is type situation. Um, But in the meantime, I mean, this is all about getting out of that first day in the SEC tournament. If Ole Miss can do that, I consider that at this point a successful season. Not a Kermit should say successful season, just a, hey, we turned it around enough to where we weren't in the bottom four in the SEC. Now, I can understand everybody, and everybody's going to say baseball, football, that's where Ole Miss's resources should lie, and there's a very good argument for that. When it comes to baseball and football, You don't have enough resources to support everything. Hopefully, you know what you are. If you go all in on basketball, all in on baseball, all in on football, there's a chance you could be weaker on places that you're supposed to be strong. Now, I'm not saying pick one over the other. I'm just pointing out the reality that Ole Miss faces. We'll see. The Pavilion, beautiful arena. Ole Miss was able to get that. There's no excuse why Ole Miss basketball shouldn't be a higher level of success team. Maybe, you know, we can spitball. We can have theories of what's going on. Maybe the game passed Kermit. You know, it's not necessarily his fault. It wasn't Ole Miss's fault when they hired him. Maybe the analytics and the change that happened in the basketball game was just too much to bear. It's it's something to think about anyway. Anyway, looking at the box score today, Ole Miss's leading scorer was Javius McInnes. He ended up 5 of 6. He was 0 for 2 from the line. Ole Miss shot 46% from free, free throw lines. This is a legendarily bad free throw shooting team. And this is with somebody that is in the top 3% or 4% in the SEC shooting free throws. Yeah, but as a team, they went 6 of 13 in this game. Amari Abram had 4 points. Jamin Brakefield had eight. James White had four. Matt Morrell, we talked about him with the injury. We're going to be on the lookout for that. He went one of five. He did make a three in this game. Um, Miles Burns, eight points. He went three for eight. Hit both of his free throws, which is a rarity on this team. Um, Theo Kuba played a little bit. He played three minutes. Ty Fagan played 11. He ended up with five points. Um, Robert Allen played 12. He ended up with five points. Deshaun Ruff ended up with 10. That was mostly in the second half after the once the run happened on. And Josh Mbala played six minutes. Um, two personal fouls and a turnover. And no rebounds, no points, no attempted shots. It is crazy. Ole Miss ended up with 17 turnovers for the game. This is a team that's known for their defense and, you know, fantastically so. Known for their defense. Couldn't put it together. Ended up for the game. Ole Miss is going to look respectable. It really is. Ole Miss shot 44%. Uh, 
From three-point range, they shot 38%. Now, free throws, that, that, was, that was an abomination. That was terrible. But turnovers. And Arkansas, you didn't get points off of turnovers. You weren't able to get out and run against the Hogs. And rebounding. Ole Miss ended up with basically a wash in rebounds, 31 to 30. I mean, I mean, nobody really won that. It was that 13-minute scoring desert that Ole Miss hit at the start of the second half. And actually, I shouldn't even say start of the second half, just in the second half because it was 13 minutes long and the whole thing's 20. So you played okay for seven minutes and there was a desert for the rest of them. So we will see exactly how this goes. Ole Miss has a fantastic signing day class. They're going to have to figure out and keep it together and wonder how it's going to go. But, I mean, we will see. Let's look at plus minuses in this game. Um, Javis McKinnis was minus seven on the four. Amari Abram was minus seven. Um, Jamin Brakefield um, had a zero plus minus. He was, he was dead zero, you know. Very good. James White was minus four. Matthew Morrell was minus 11 before the injury. Uh, Miles Burns was minus 15. Theo Kuba, minus two. Ty Fagan, minus three. Robert Allen, minus three. Deshaun Ruffin, minus three. Josh Mbala, minus five. So, it's just a problem. The second half, almost was two of seven from the free throw line. So, we're going to, um, obviously, since we've seen this game, we've all talked about this over and over and over again. Um, we, we're going to um, stop this live stream, but we're going to have another live stream potentially tonight. I don't know what time yet. Um, it's 7 or 8-ish at that point, but we're going to do basically a recruiting live stream. Well. Oh. Why am I using these young men for revenue? That's crazy. Um, that's a weird one. So, let's look at this and see what's going on. Mike Vandegrift says, come on baseball. That's true. It's about 28 days. We're going to talk about that over and over and over again. So, we will see what happens with this team moving forward. And we're going to talk about it from time to time. We're going to have a little bit of fun with it. Um, but we're going to do a live stream a little bit later on tonight. It's going to be recruiting base. We're going to talk about um, Deshaun Gaddy um, from North Texas that committed to Ole Miss, and also we are going to talk about Mike Monty Montgomery, I think that's his name, from Louisville that committed to Ole Miss and how they fit in the Pete Golding defense. It should be pretty good. So we will continue to talk about all of that stuff. And this basketball team, it's, I tell you, if, if Matt Murrell, if the injury is as bad as it looked, this basketball season's over. I mean, it's at the point where it's beyond salvaging because, I mean, it just is what it is. You can see what they tried to do. You can see what they wanted to do. It, it just didn't work. There was tactical errors that was made. And we'll see what's going on. We'll see what's happening. Anyway. Perspectives and commentary. Thank you for coming by the show. We are going to live stream a little bit later on today about recruiting. And hotty toddy, if you don't want to stop by, you don't have to. No hard feelings. All right. I will talk to you later. Thank you very much. And we will see you then.